Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Extra Point Podcast. My name is Todd Stiles. I'm one of the pastors here at First Family Church in Ankeny, Iowa. Glad you've joined us. The Extra Point Podcast is simply a weekly opportunity to uh, look together at the previous week's text and to gain some further insight, uh, some deeper observation, often just in our 35 to 40 minutes together. Uh, there's so much more to talk about, to discuss, to cover, to um, dig into. And um, a few years ago, just realized there was not enough time. And so we've developed the Extra Point podcast to do exactly that. Bring some extra points from the previous week's text to continue to help our people grow and to form as uh, devoted followers of Christ who celebrate, grow, and serve. As you know, we have for a number of weeks been looking at this different kind of life that uh, we are given by God uh, through His Son, Jesus Christ. And I, I say, as you know, I'm assuming most of our listeners are part of our assembly here, and they've been tracking along with our messages. That may not be 100% true. Some may be just tuning in today. Some may have been tracking along the last few weeks. I'd encourage you to go by our website, firstfamily.church, and there you can see the current series through Ephesians. We started um, the last half of Ephesians, 4 through 6, several, uh, well, several months ago, actually. And so we are in chapter 5, and of course, since chapter 4, it's all been about walking with Christ in a different kind of way. Um, there's been different symbols used. You know, we were to walk worthy, or the word there is to be in balance. We're to walk holily, um, distinctly. We, we've seen now we're walking in the light. And so this whole idea that um, this, this union with Christ results in a new kind of walk, a different kind of life, of course, all fed by a different kind of love, God's love. Uh, this is what we're looking at, and it's been quite revealing, hasn't it, to see all the ways that we are to be counterculture, um, unlike the world, not like the pagans, and the word used in the text, of course, is Gentiles, but we're not living like our former selves. And this is really the gist beginning in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. I think two words have been on my mind the last few days as I thought about this uh, stream of messages, this um, number of weeks in which we've been in this kind of um, theme and the aim of several of these texts. Two words that have really been on my mind would be this different kind of life really means that we are leaving something behind, but we're not leaving it out of, you know, regret. We're not, you know, leaving it uh, like Lot's wife left Sodom, you know, with our heads turned and wishing we were back there. No, there's a leaving taking place, a letting go of the old self, a leaving of the old habits, because there's a longing for the new life, a, a deep um, desire for a different kind of life, the kind of life that God gives us in the new birth. And as we see uh, His love for us, it creates in us a longing for Him. Now, this is often referred to as affections. We can use the word appetites, but this is what God creates in us at regeneration, uh, conversion, being born again or born from above. God instills in us what Peter would call a divine nature. 
And so it does war against the old nature, but its longings and its appetites and its affections are strong. They're empowered by the Holy Spirit. And so over time, we leave behind the old and we long with anticipation for the new. Some of the sins that we leave behind that are mentioned in chapter 5 are sexual sins, no doubt. There's a, there were six of them we looked at um, two weeks ago. And so I wanted to bring today to the podcast a couple of books that I think will help you as you continue to leave behind the old ways, especially the shame and trap of sexual sin, which is so deceitful, and as you long for the new and different kind of life. And we're all progressively, uh, hopefully, longing more and more for this new life. Um, Leaving behind old sexual sins um, and the shame of them is an arduous um, process at times. Sexual sin is very deceitful. Um, and, And so it feeds and preys upon men and women. And, and, and so I want to bring a couple of books to you that I think will help, especially couples. And let me just be very specific here. A couple in which perhaps the man had been involved in pornography and he had, uh, you know, been seduced by its deceit and then embraced it. But in God's grace and mercy, it was exposed. He repented. Um, but there's still now these scars and this damage um, namely to his wife. Uh, and so how do you recover from that? How do you make progress out of that? How do you rebuild trust? And how does she and how does he, how do they both work together to leave behind all that shame uh, and regret? And um, uh, and how do they embrace and long for the new? Well, I want to bring a couple of books to your attention that speak to that very topic. The first one is relatively new, in fact, this year. It's by Ray Ortland. It's called The Death of Porn. Subtitle is this, Men of Integrity Building a World of Nobility. I've read this book. Uh, in this book, Ray essentially writes to his sons. Um, he writes six letters, and it's about leaving shame and regret and is addressed to men. And in there, there are sections upon what men can do to um, you know, rebuild their life away from a shame mentality um, into embracing once again the noble task of of sacrificing and loving their wife singularly and exclusively. And there's uh, pages in there and and sections that address um, the women and and how they can begin to work as well uh, towards reestablishing trust with their husband and uh, how they can uh, work through their own brokenness that comes as a response of feeling and realizing that um, your husband has tried to replace you with a picture. I mean, there's just a mountain of uh, hurdles, no doubt, to cross in in all of this. And my heart goes out to many couples who um, are in this situation often where there is genuine repentance on the husband's part, but there's genuine brokenness and hurt on the wife's part. And trying to bridge this gap now... And God is able, the Holy Spirit supernaturally empowers us to experience victory and reconciliation. But often it's a journey, uh, and it requires a lot of spiritual diligence. Um, And so this book, I think, has been very um, 
very helpful. It is a book that paints an ideal picture, and I appreciate that about the book. Uh, it does for men who are um, uh, who have left porn behind and are, and are repentant and want to embrace a new type of life. It paints a noble, um, high kind of picture, a, a view of our role in a way that is um, um, beautiful. It's 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 not debasing at all. It it does for men leaving pornography. I think what. Robert Lewis did for dads and their sons in the book Raising a Modern Day Knight. It just paints a picture of, um, uh, of a nobility, of, of knighthood, of kingliness, and not in any kind of arrogance or pride, but just realizing the, the immense uh, privilege and opportunity and task we have before us to, to sacrificially love a singular woman in a covenantal relationship called marriage and to prize that and to treasure that and to enjoy. This book kind of leans in that direction, and I've been very thankful for it, enjoy it. Ray Ortland is a is a, a very compassionate, a shepherding writer, and I think you'll enjoy it. So I would encourage men, first of all, to pick up the book, The Death of Porn, Men of Integrity Building a World of Nobility. And then for um, wives, and I would say even for men as well, uh, this book's, oh, nine, ten years old, but I have uh, heard about this book through one of our members uh, and recommended it to me, and I, I would highly recommend it as well here on this podcast. The book's called When Your Husband is Addicted to Pornography, Healing Your Wounded Heart. And um, the author, of course, tackles—it's uh, a lady, and uh, she leads ministries in her church. She's helped with other books as well. Uh, she writes from personal experience— the book contains daily readings, uh, and then there are six important topics that she addresses. And so, subtitled, um, After the Shock, Moving from Despair to Healing and Hope, uh, this book, I think, would be very helpful um, as it uh, addresses um, women who find that their husband was addicted to pornography. So, this could be a helpful kind of, we'll call it a duo of resources, one for the husband as he reestablishes and recasts a vision for himself about what it means to be a noble man, uh, and then one for the wife who is learning um, to uh, re-trust again. And so th- these two books, I think, will be very helpful. One, The Death of Porn— and then the other one, when your husband is addicted to pornography. And I would suggest both spouses read both books. Um, we can learn much from knowing uh, what the other person's going through and how they see things and hearing and learning about their perspective. Of course, both of these are aimed at helping us leave the old life and long for an even deeper new life. And this is what God is doing. And I'm so thankful that in many situations and in many people's lives, there is an increasing desire to shed the old life and to be done with the sins that um, characterized us before Christ and to continually embrace a deeper walk with Christ, to to long for the, the new life and all that it means. And of course, the fuel for every bit of this is the love of God. That really is the the heartbeat of Ephesians 5, 1 and 2, uh, two verses sandwiched right in the middle of this entire section about the new life, the new self, 
in contrasting to the old life and the old self. And so here's two books to help us aim towards um, leaving and longing, and to do that in an increasingly better fashion, not out of our own spirit or strength, but through God's spirit and through his strength, so that we are diligently walking with Christ in the light. Um, So I hope these books will help you, and I trust that you are, along with me, just enjoying so much God's Word in these weeks as we are diving uh, deeply into this kind of life that is so different uh, than our old life, and thanking God for uh, all the changes He brings to us. Well, thanks for your time today. I trust that you'll continue to keep your nose right in Ephesians. And for most of you who are listening, I'll see you uh, this weekend as we continue in our walk through that book um, and learning what it means to walk with Christ.